we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, hey, I have a kid. <laughs> you, you talk to him like he's a little peanut butter jelly sandwich because he is. Yeah. A little peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's it. Okay. Uh, what up, bitches? Welcome back to Sometimes I Love You, Sometimes I Hate You, a comedy variety podcast um, that comes around whenever the fuck we feel like it. <laughs> It's been like a month since we've recorded our last show and we put out these episodes every two weeks. So it's been two months without an episode for you guys. But um, for us, it's been just a month. But in that month, I'd say we went straight like across Thanksgiving and skipped Thanksgiving and we've made it to here. So with me, as always, are um, the lovely and talented Victor Calva. Yeah. I don't know why I said his last name. Um, there's Kyle, hey. the dangerous, and and the, the, well, there's a small baby. We're not going to tell you his name, but he's doing his thing. He, it looks like he has hiccups. Yeah, um, he does. And then uh, girlfriend of the podcast, uh, Kenya. <laughs> I don't know Kenya's last name, so we'll just go with girlfriend of the podcast, Kenya. <laughs> she's she's my girlfriend, not girlfriend of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, podcast, she's... just like this is the baby of the podcast. Yeah, we have the a baby of the podcast. Yes. Us. <laughs> we all just jizzed into a small bat. Nope. Just kind of coagulated and congealed, and then blip, just shut up blip. And continue with the show. Then something please. just popped up later. Yeah. So, um, we're Wait, gathering here today on this homunculus baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember realized. when I got into Dude, homunculus YouTube videos? Fucking worst. I hated it so much. It was. It was. I had a great time, but I yes, didn't. it was a terrible, terrible experience. It had a tooth. Um, that was disgusting. It had an eyeball. Yeah, it had an eyeball. It was gross. Yeah, I sure liked it. Um, okay. Well, let's. Uh, how do how do we start this show? I wrote, or I gave everybody homework, and I'm pretty sure Victor and Kyle didn't do their homework. Kenya, I I think you did your homework. She's a very responsible student. You you fucking you joined this class. You asked for this elective, and you you, you chose just to just goof around. There wasn't and stuff. anything really left for her to sign up for, and you're like, hey, 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 come here. This is gonna be three units, and it's oh. part of your graduation requirement. We're wood shop. Come on, come come to wood shop. This Guess what we make? We major. make benches. <laughs> Oh, I like that you're making a college student. I was thinking high school. No. <laughs> even worse. It's oh <laughs> like that's Matthew not, McConaughey. That, wait, that's not that's not even that bad. Victor has like a horrible track record of dating girls twenty years younger than himself. Not even. Yes. Yes, even. I, Kyle Kyle is a cougar for me. We're and not that for, much. Like, there's not. And a, Victor's always robbing the cradle. Whatever. <laughs> You, know, hey, you're also one of my young ones. <laughs> you and I are like yeah. ten years apart. <laughs> you're I mean, you're probably no, you're wrong. I'm like two years younger than you, nah, you dude. fucking dick. But um Okay. Well, Kenya, now that you're a new guest on the show, and actually the first guest on um on Sometimes I Love You, Sometimes I Hate You. Yeah. Uh tell us a little bit about yourself. How how did you end up here? Uh, no. <laughs> I started a, a dating uh Vic. <laughs> And now I'm here. You started dating Victor? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I, oh man, Kyle froze. Um, I actually do have a question for you and I think it'd be entertaining. So when I first met you, um, you hung out at our house and we talked a lot, you know, about you. Cause that's what people do when they meet someone. And you totally never talk to people about things. You told, we, we were interested. You told us about your ancestry and you have a particularly like, um, interesting thing going on there so please will you will you regale the audience with a story of your ancestry from whence do you hail frau uh frau Lein? Oh. i don't know your last name who's it spitzel so um okay um my uh immediate culture is a Mexican. <laughs> um, however, my grandfather, great grandfather, uh, is German. Um, oh, German. German. And in Mexico, you say. <laughs> and oh, did you also say great grandfather, <laughs> as in alive in the forties? Baking was one of his pastimes. Baking. <laughs> oh my god. I like this. I like what you're doing here. Um, he had to uh, flee a uh, warring country. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's the word flee. He was in he, he was a uh, evacuee. Yeah, no. Okay, so for those of you guys listening, uh, Kenya legitimately has a great grandfather who is a Nazi. <laughs> so um, that's interesting and exciting. <laughs> Yo, that means you guys are like destined to be sworn enemies now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have family who fleed Prussia during German occupation. Exactly. <laughs> it was like shit. right before right before World War II. So it was in the 30s when uh Germany participated in the like uh fucking um the Olympics and stuff. It's really weird seeing Hitler at the Olympics if you yeah, guys haven't seen that. It's really fucking weird. But yeah, just right before then, my great grandma, my yeah, my great great no, yeah, just great great grandma was like a 20-year-old Prussian girl who was hanging out and was like, oh man, shit's getting real weird here and uh, Germany is invading Poland and Russia, so let me take a boat to America. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure yours was a similar story, but it ended in 1945 and he was like, oh shit, the Americans are here. I gotta take a boat to Mexico. (laughs) He flew there. Oh, he flew there. Oh, so he was fancy. (laughs) U boat. I love that they just park that shit on the Mexican dock. Yo, is that is that a fucking is that a Nazi boat? No, no, no Nazi boat. Don't worry about it. Nine. So okay, were were you? Did you ever meet this great grandfather? Like, where did you find out about this? Okay, so. I found out through my brother, who happened to talk to my grandpa before he passed away, um, about our, our great-grandfather. I guess they didn't have the best relationship. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a kind of judgmental guy, you know? <laughs> he kind of left his family in Mexico. Oh, man. Um, yeah, he wasn't the best father, apparently. Um... You know, there's a castle named after my last name. Oh my god. 
In Germany. <laughs> are, are there just like mecha Nazis in the castle? And there's a guy named BJ Blaskowitz running around? General Duffhead is like the ruler of the castle. Oh, is it BJ Blaskowitz comes to take down the Wolfenstein order? We must stop him. Okay, well, I guess. Yeah, so uh, Kenya is the descendant of a Nazi. I'm the descendant of a Jew. Kyle's white. Kyle's white. Um, she's been here for a while. And Victor is what happens when, like, ocean Mexican meets land Mexican. And you so, throw a little bit of white in there also. Just spritz a little bit. What kind of white are you? Irish. Oh, okay, cool. We're all the gutter races. I'm, yeah, I'm all the immigrant races. <laughs> That's fine. None none of us are from anywhere in particular. Um, so I I actually I gave you guys homework before this episode. You said that already. And, and I wanted to know how many of you guys actually did your homework. I mean, I kind of did it, I guess. Yeah, I kind of thought okay. about some stuff. <laughs> Proud of us. We're the best right, podcast fine. ever. Usually, I don't go first, but I'll go first. This is, I guess, our year's end podcast, so or at least it's pretty, pretty fucking close to that. So, um, rather than talk about Christmas and stuff, um, I figured we'd talk about uh, our favorite things from this year, or and like favorite things we did this year. Um, I'm trying to. Sorry, my my phone keeps screenshotting the picture of my child <laughs> on my phone because. I so I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone SE, which is like one of the last home button using iPhones, right? But mine, when I needed to replace the battery because the battery <laughs> degraded over a year, in one year it degraded from a hundred percent recharge capability to forty percent recharge capability. That's horrible. So in that one year, that's what happened. So I decided, oh hey, I have some experience with replacing computer parts and stuff like that. Let's replace the battery on my phone. So I replaced the battery on my phone. Turns out Apple, Apple, good old Apple, they don't want you to change the battery inside of your phone if it has a, a, a you know, a fucking touch sensor for your thumb. So they just remove the functionality of the home button if it detects that the battery has been mis, uh, like moved or misplaced. <laughs> or misplaced. Yep. Oh man, this battery's gone. I don't know what happened to yeah, it. Yeah, no. So you, so you actually, you legitimately have to pay like two hundred dollars to go to Apple to get your battery replaced. Where you can spend thirty five dollars on Amazon and buy a battery replacement kit. But if you do that, it stops using the home button on your phone. So you have to go into the accessibility settings and pretend you have a disability to make your phone think that you can't press the home button, and then you use an on screen home button. But mine also has an issue where sometimes I tap my phone, there's no on-screen home button now. So I have to like tap it either one, two, or three times to get the home button to pop up. So bear with me while I look for my notes. <laughs> Man, I love and that you got that whole walk just to explain why you took so long to find notes. <laughs> oh, there fantastic. we go. Cool. I got my home button back now. <clears throat> Thank you. I just it, it gave me enough time to think about how many times I needed to tap my phone to open my phone. Um, so I'll start it off with my my first favorite thing. One, and this is in no particular order. Kyle makes pumpkin pie now, um, and it is one of my absolute favorite things this year. Is the pumpkin pie that Kyle made? 
Yo, I was not expecting it to take that direction at all. Like, so at I was all. I was trying to I was trying to like critically think about my absolute favorite oh, things man. this year. And so like so it was actually hard because like we went to Las Vegas, we went to Los Angeles, we had a baby, like all of that stuff happened. But pumpkin pie. No, pumpkin is again, no no particular order to these things, but pumpkin pie was one of my absolute favorite things this year cuz there was a year like last year where Kyle was like, oh, I'm going to start experimenting in the kitchen and fuck around and make uh, cheesecakes all the time. And so she just kept churning out cheesecakes and like, that was great. But then this year she was like, I'm going to fuck around. I'm going to learn how to make pumpkin pies. She makes the best, like butteriest, like, fucking pumpkin pies they're the best and so uh kyle went and bought pumpkin pie paste for pumpkin pies on thanksgiving and made a pumpkin pie for thanksgiving to take to my mom's house and then everybody ate some of that pumpkin pie and was like holy shit this thing's great and my mom was like i have a re- regular store-bought pumpkin pie and i thought everybody was gonna want that i guess i'll just put it back in the fridge <laughs> so so kyle like legit brought i don't know she brought the hot rod to the fucking the just car show everybody was like oh man we got these like you know regular ass sedans and this kyle is was like, like the, yeah uh, the car show they have down in the convention center every year and then like they have the street cars parked outside so that way everyone can see the cool stuff before they go inside <laughs> and they're just like now go inside and look at the new ford f-150 and you're like wow it sucks in here <laughs> so it, it's i mean i guess it's the backwards version of that where yeah, kyle has the sick ass street car outside. as a pie <laughs> she yeah, brought the outside exactly. pie <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, yeah, her, I, yes, pumpkin pie is my first thing. And, um, do you want me to continue down the list or does anybody my- want to go next? <laughs> go ahead. Well, I can say one of my favorite moments yep. was the fact that I got to go to fucking Knot Fest this year, thanks to my girlfriend. And it was the first time that I got to go to Knot Fest. But on top of that, I only got to pretty much see a band that I give no fucks about and Slipknot. <laughs> so that was fine. <laughs> But but that's like a really good 50-50. That's like that's like that's like I, I don't know. Uh, think of something you really don't like. So like just like eat cocaine and then right after eating cocaine Drink somebody's a like and a shortbread cake. And you're like, like, "Oh, okay. I have to get through the cocaine to get to the cake." Okay. I guess I'll do this. This What's is fine. Even worse though is like like the trip up there like the traffic wasn't bad the fact that we both had bladders that just wanted to explode <laughs> leading up to getting to the stadium was like the worst part. <laughs> I just um I have regularly like held my pee but I would I would stop at like weird gas stations on the way and one of my favorite gas stations on the way up to Knotfest is just this off the road gas station that's kind of a supermarket but it has like one of those gas tanks where you just put gas in the car and then you go inside and tell the guy how much you used and he he charges you an amount of money that's not posted anywhere and you go in and and you buy some corn nuts (laughs) and then you go piss somewhere yeah it's it's really sketchy but that like that place is where i would always stop on the way up to not fest um but so your yours was not fest. Yeah, I mean you already told the not fest story on this show. Yeah. So we'll just keep it going. Kenya, what what was one of your favorite events or things that you consumed this year? Um, I'd say going to Universal uh, Horror Nights was the first time going. Uh, I was uh, kind of dying, <laughs> but it made it so much more memorable. 
So what what would you say? Okay, so it made it so much more memorable. What is the most memorable thing about Universal Horror Studios that you experienced? Horror Studios. So um, I had a kidney Horror infection studios. throughout the whole What? <laughs> What's a kidney infection? <laughs> That's an like an internal organ problem. How the yeah. fuck do you? How old are you? Dude, I don't know how she. You take pills for that, that now? <laughs> I was literally like. You have one of those like um, sick ass old people medicine like metal pills that like you keep your nitroglycerin inside of. Not, it keeps my heart going. <laughs> no, the worst part was I didn't even know it was that. <laughs> I like tucked it out. For oh, a week. why am I peeing blood? <laughs> I wonder why. It was worse. So like, she's dying like the night before that, and I'm just like, yo, maybe like we literally should... dying, like yeah. needs a fucking blood transfusion, dying. <laughs> so like, I'm like, yo, maybe we should rain check Universal Horror Nights, and like, I was just gonna eat the tickets and call it a day because she was dying. So then the next day it comes around, and then she's like, no, I'm good enough to go. And I was just like, you look you spent like that. all night. In the bathroom, <laughs> she just was just dying in bed, like shivering and shaking, and just all the yeah, yeah. Her skin was just yellow, <laughs> and then I was just like, "Fuck, what do we do?" And she was such such a trooper that she insisted on going. So by the time we got there, she felt like trash. But then, like all of the adrenaline of things trying to <laughs> scare murder you, like made the pain go away once we got there. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, um, how was your kidney infection resolved? Did they give you pills or they gave me antibiotics did you just... and like, <laughs> how the, how, how the fuck did you get a kidney infection? Kyle's had like a throat infection for the last like year, but how the fuck did you get a kidney infection? So my doctor said that I had a weak immune system. <laughs> Ah, sick. Look, Kenny, it's okay. When I was 15, I had shingles, and everybody says it's an old person disease. (laughs) It's an old person disease. It's an old person disease, Kyle. You have scars on your back because of it. Yeah, I got shingles when I was 15. It's fine. What the fuck? It's cool, though. She has these, like, kind of alligator skin patches now. Um, And they're cool. I like them. Um... Cool. Just that we did you you should maybe start eating oranges. Oranges will fix that, right? She didn't even want to go to the fucking doctor to get this looked at after we got back. And it came like a a week later. How old are you? How old are you? You're 21 and you have kidney disease. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Like, are you just a tiny alcoholic or something? The fuck is that? For a bit, she was. I used to be really sad sometimes. <laughs> All the time. That's fine. All the time. Okay. Kyle, one of your absolute favorite things this year. Um, I guess all three of us have done it. Yeah. Well, no, shit. I didn't do an event. I did pie. <laughs> That's fine. That's around the time of, the, of an event. No, no, because it... Oh, sorry, I forgot to say, independent of Thanksgiving... I demanded that Kyle make more pumpkin pie the day after Thanksgiving because she was like, I still have more pie filling. And I was like, so then you're going to make me another pie? He said he wants me to make him a pie every week. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I do. I want to play every week. Monster, no. <laughs> I told I told her I want I not even alternating. I want to end my weeks. So my Fridays, I love Fridays and I love Saturdays. I want I want I want my Friday to be pizza day. I don't want my Saturday to be pumpkin pie day. Dude, I'm going to see you like 5 months from now. I'm going to walk into your house and I'm just going to walk in and be like, "Oh, look the one up on pumpkin pie." And I'm just going like, oh, to be sitting on my my fucking belly. <laughs> Slave Leia costume. <laughs> just Kyle's just thick ass slave like Leia. Fucking fist of pumpkin pie into his mouth, and he's like, "Oh, come on, come on!" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm leaving. I'm never talking to you again." <laughs> it's terrible because it's, it's December. I haven't made them yet, but I have to make my uh, molasses cookies, and whenever oh, I make man. those, Andre can't stay away. They're so good. <laughs> like I, I make them so and much. like as soon as I pull him out of the oven, he's like, can I have one? <laughs> I, I remember there was one year, it was before we were dating, and she she made them, and her ex didn't care about them at all. She was she ate, like, two of them, and I was like, hey, Kyle, can I, have, me. can I have some of your cookies? She was like, yeah, that's fine. And then <clears throat> I legit, like, throughout the night, kept sneaking downstairs like or, like, sneaking rat, into the house yeah, to go eat the cookies in the middle of the night, because I was like, oh, man, these are great. And then I I'm not fucking kidding. There were like 30 of them. She made like three dozen molasses cookies and I ate like three dozen molasses cookies. He eats them a lot. I'd grab like, I'd grab a stack of like six of them. flee into the room. Yeah. But then you always have to go get more. They're addictive though. They are. They're They're fucking great. I I, I I need to stop by your guys' house to get some this year. (laughs) Again. I did not expect that to happen to me. Um... So yeah, Kyle. Sorry, uh, pumpkin pie. You 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 favorite thing? How's <laughs> <laughs> going? I was I host a comedy variety podcast. Oh, I know how to talk. I mean, hands down, my favorite thing was this little dude being born. Betty! Yeah, baby, big baby, big baby. <laughs> that that was probably my favorite thing about him being born. <laughs> yeah. So I. I have him listed also as my second thing. It, it says baby's exclamation <laughs> mark as still birth. Takes precedence over that. Again, no particular order. <laughs> the baby is the most important. <laughs> but I thought it would be funny to say pie, all right? Baby so is Kyle the and most I, important. <laughs> Kyle and I will like reminisce over the the fact that we had a kid this year and um like our memories of the the situation are very different from one another and <laughs> just it's it, we were just talking about it cuz um like a good example is Kyle got glasses and I I call her blind all the time and she was telling me how it was much worse when we were in the hospital cuz when she was trying to give birth she was literally blinded by pain and she could not like she brought dude we brought a laptop we brought switch, Nintendo switches mm-hmm. we brought a fucking ready. Kindle Kyle bought a like puzzle solving video game so she she was like oh yeah we'll do this and I want to blame like YouTube videos made by um, moms to be yeah, like pregnant all- women. YouTube videos have <laughs> ruined what pregnant women do when they go time, to hospitals. Like, I would look up stuff like what to take to the hospital and they're like, oh, you might be there for a few days. So you want to bring your laptop so maybe you can get some work done or, or maybe e-book. Sudoku and like an ebook or a tablet, something to play games on, you know, a puzzle, whatever, something. And no, the whole fucking time we were there, I could not do 
anything. Um, especially like sure, like the first day, like No, I would say the first five hours yeah, before they induced you. It was fine. You were fine. But after that, when they started the Pitocin and the contraction started, I couldn't focus on anything. Like the only thing I could do was lay there and watch tv like that's it i tried to play my uh my switch i asked andre to to give it to me and i turned it on loaded like the game up and i just i couldn't focus i couldn't focus at all on the screen like whatsoever she just got like thousand yard stare while like looking into her switch i was like you good (laughs) yeah just excruciating pain (laughs) it's fine so there was that but also one of my favorite parts of that like especially the first day that we were there i know it sounds terrible kyle was in extreme labor um or not extreme labor but she was deeply in the hours of labor and it was two o'clock in the morning and the cable like channels rolled over so we were just sitting and watching infomercials at two o'clock in the morning and we were watching no we were watching the infomercials for a dvd like a cd set of like famous famous r&b like black romance songs from the decades and so like it's just this old R&B singer talking to a like a pretty-ish like pretty enough mid-40s black woman about their favorite songs of a generation <laughs> and they just kept like talking like one of my favorite things about the infomercial was they wanted they did a testimonial section and this dude was like you know sometimes I'm talking to my uh, my friends on the phone or like uh, a buddy of mine calls me and he's like hey what are you doing is what, what is that radio station and I'm like nah it ain't, it ain't no radio station that is pure smooth jams and I'm like what the fuck does that mean this dude's <laughs> blasting that shit loud enough for everyone to hear it over the phone when they call him? I know. And then and then everybody's like, wow, what station is that? I sure like them jams I'm hearing on your telephone. <laughs> so He's like, hey, yo, yeah. I just called you to hear the radio station that you listen to all day every day. I didn't even care to hear your voice. Put your phone off to the side so I can also listen to cool smooth jazz. <laughs> it was it was really weird. That was that was one of my favorite parts of, of like waiting for Remy I to be born. The, uh, the call one eight hundred uh what was it? One eight hundred call the, sexy or something like yeah, that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Talk sexy, yeah. Well, there were just these, there were these um, bodacious women hanging out on like just a banister, like like on a stairwell, and they just, kept, like, just talking posing, to you, just and they're just moving. Ways. And don't you want to talk to like, me all night long? And this commercial was like six minutes long. <laughs> You're like, um, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, we also watched Chuck Norris's most recent Bowflex commercial. Yes, yeah. we did. <laughs> Man. That dude is getting old. Yeah, he is. Fuck. I'm pretty so sure I, he's I, got an eternal contract to make those commercials. Like, no, dude, I, I he's think, gonna be I this old has, sucked up skeleton still doing this. I think he just has a major stake in Bowflex or something. Like, I, I, one thing that Kyle and I noticed while we were watching these commercials is like, 
when I was younger, the commercials were cool and people were like, ah, oh, fit people getting on the, the machines and using it. But now you can tell they really know their demographic because it's all mid 50s to 60s people just like dads. doing exercises. And then they're just like, yeah, and this is how I stay fit now that my wife's dead. And you're like, um, I'm what? trying to stop the cardiac arrest but from hitting me too. They, they never, no, no, it's best. They're like, after my first stroke, I was like, I need to change something in my life and so i i went and bought a chuck norris bowflex and you're like what the fuck <laughs> so it was great like watching these like silver-haired gentlemen with abs that are like sicker than i've ever had and i'm just like yo that dude got fucking total cum gutters and he is like 85 years old so it just uh i remember really liking the commercials we were watching <laughs> Oh shit! Oh man, that sucks. Only Victor <laughs> thought that was funny. Um, I got you, bro. It's fine. <laughs> so sometimes there's just jokes for you and I. <laughs> so that was actually my second note. So um, uh, not the tele tele <laughs> fucking telemarathon <laughs> at the hospital. It was the baby being born. I just I've never been as tired as I was when he was born, um, because. Uh, I don't know if we ever told the story, but he was born like via cesarean section. So he had like inhaled amniotic fluid before birth, which is, I guess, common for C-sections because the baby's like, oh, I got plenty of time. And then somebody's like, nope, it's time now. You're coming now. And so, and so um, the baby will just like breathe in in there. And um, so he did. And he would just in the middle of the night, uh. just all of a sudden stop breathing turn purple and have goo coming from his nose and mouth and you're like ah our baby's going to die so that was probably also like one of the best slash worst things ever because we were legitimately terrified constantly when he was first born i remember the day we came home i um i was like fuck it we'll sleep in shifts and make sure he doesn't die in our in his sleep and so so I was like, I'll take the first shift. And so I just chugged the monster and sat. Just stared. Yes. No, and then I sat on a rocking chair and I read him the Bible. <laughs> so I was, just, I was just reading the Bible to him. I will at read like, the word of God to you. <laughs> at like midnight in a rocking chair hopped up on monster. Man, in the like beginning, the there was nothing ass, but darkness. That is the most U.S. fucking thing to do. Bro. I had to tell him where he comes from. <laughs> holy shit so yeah we did that and then um i remember it, i it was the end of my sleep shift and kyle was like i slept and then i was like okay cool i'm gonna go die for four hours now and we we tried that for like two days and then we were like we miss each other yeah because oh, yeah. one's I a had, sleeping corpse while the other one's awake i had like really like shit anxiety not anxiety but just um like postpartum hormones and stuff and so by like day three i was like bawling my eyes out because oh. i was like i don't see my boyfriend <laughs> i love him so much he has given me child <laughs> but i only yeah, see then, child <laughs> and then the baby uh i mean at least he used to sleep a lot more back then now nowadays that kid's like always awake yeah always he, he was awake. like uh like clockwork you he woke up you changed him, you fed him, and you played and for like it. 10 minutes, and then he'd pass out again for like three to four hours. 
<laughs> it was great. It was it was just a weird hot boiled egg that you had to take care of. But now now he gets mad if you uh, sit him in one spot for too long. He's, He's like, like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. Move me around. And you're like, he sounds just like you, you can, now, dude. <laughs> he, he, he gets like, oh, I want to look around. Can we look around? And you're like, um, but. <clears throat> But you don't know how to walk. And he's like, I don't care. Carry me. Show me the stuff. <laughs> I like so, the concept yeah, that, that when you become an old man with no leg function or something, he's going to have to, like, carry you on his back like fucking Yoda. And he's like, come on, Dad. We're going to go looking around in the forest and yeah, shit. Yeah, baby. I like that. Babies are I like that I'm going to shrink to 4-3. <laughs> and turn green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the kidney disease. <laughs> 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 Take me to the forest we'll fight a bear so, I must. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the second thing or the I guess the third note then um is also an event slash uh thing I consumed and it was Suicide Squad on Kyle's birthday, but it was one thing in Suicide uh, Squad. It was the fucking, the fucking weasel. weasel. That was I my favorite that shitty little thing, thing I saw in a movie this year. It was my absolute so favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because it, I remember when we saw the weasel in that fucking movie, and there, there's just that dude in the plane who's like, What the fuck is that? Is that some kind of dog? Fucking werewolf? You guys put me next to a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> it still fucks with me. At the end. <laughs> Dude, did anyone like check to see if the weasel could swim? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, I vividly love that thing so much. And I love that they're like, oh, he's harmless. Well, unless you're a kid, he killed like 20, 25 kids. I was like, what the fuck? No, they didn't say he ate. They said he killed like 25 kids. So I was like, this dude's just a kid serial killer that looks like a fucking weasel. I would be so pissed off if that thing walked in my house looking for my son. I would be filled with would rage. Would you come at it with your lightsaber? No, dude, I have this really, I like, so there was, um, it was like, it was like before I started dating Kyle, I really wanted an axe, but I didn't know where to buy one. I know this sounds weird to say before I dated Kyle, I wanted an axe, um, but I didn't know to where to buy way. one. And Victor was friends with um, old friend of the podcast, Fresselin, and he and Fresselin went over to like a, a, um, like a what is that called? Like it was like a big five. And Victor walked out with a zombie brand. No, that uh, wasn't the one that I got. Tomahawk. I keep telling you this. That was hers. <laughs> I Victor have a walked US out with Marine a zombie Corps brand. Axe. Okay, well. She walked out with a zombie brand tomahawk, and I was like, yo, I want one. So then I went, like, two years later and was like, uh, do you guys still have zombie tomahawks? And they were like, no. I was like, can you show me your knife section? So I bought the biggest knife for $10 that I could find. And so I, I would use that is what I'm trying to say. It's like a foot and a half long blade that is sharper <laughs> than anybody's. This is a knife. I remember Kyle tossed, like, like – we had some sort of vegetable that was discardable in, in the kitchen. And, um, I like played baseball with them and this knife like 
fucking just cuts through like hard vegetables like they don't exist. So yeah, all I like can think of is like infomercial when they're just like, oh, yeah. the Japanese Iron Chef knife, and then they just throw like tomatoes at it, and it's like, look at how it cuts. <laughs> the guy's just covered in tomato after and everything. <laughs> I just, I just love that they do that ad, and you're like, wait, hold on. So am I supposed to cook like that? <laughs> like, is there a guy with a high powered rifle full of vegetables? I like and the I concept of like tag team cooking with a knife. <laughs> you're just like, all right, baby. Me throw the fucking onion at me and just ah. But like how the fuck do you dice an onion while she baseball pitches that shit at you? You try you hard, just, bro. No, she just throws it 97 times at you. Yeah, you keep Turns picking up she, the pieces. In the kitchen with an onion, for some reason she's got a 95 mile per hour curveball. <laughs> fucking knock your teeth out. You better ah. hope you're holding that knife true. <laughs> I fucked Jerome up <laughs> just with an onion. Um, but yeah, oh, so the weasel sad. was my favorite thing. Um, one of my favorite things I watched because even thinking about him causes me to have like fits of laughter. Like yeah. I've been on my motorcycle Dude, on my I way to work that. and I think of the weasel and I'm just like, it was my favorite thing to look at. And Kyle's face, like when we saw him, she was like, the fuck him. is that? And then I, I the scene thing. where he's like licking the window she was like oh i, I just i was thing. absolutely I in love with it that he shows back up on the fucking beach at the end of the movie I, I, he's really, fine i really want todd mcfarlane to make a really detailed action figure of him so no, i can have no, it victor we are we're living in an age where they are making standalone superhero dc movies with massive budgets yes. they even got they even got a side-ass character like black adam to be in a movie yeah he's the bad guy from shazam but who fucking knew Shazam before there were movies versions exactly. of Shazam? So I think I that we should rally weasel. for a movie about the weasel. But also, my my other favorite thing in that movie was um was that whatever his name was, uh, fucking John Cena's character with oh, the Peacemaker. Gun. <laughs> yeah, Peacemaker. I loved it because he was like, <laughs> I, I believe so much in in uh, there fucking are a freedom. Dicks on this beach, I would suck them in the name of freedom. <laughs> I just I loved that he was like oh I believe so deeply in freedom that I will let no one stop me no man woman or child and I was like what he's gonna kill children for freedom so um that guy and the weasel as a buddy cop movie oh would be my, my favorite God, thing I ever that so that's, that's all I want and I want the weasel to have like a romance sequence with a regular human woman <laughs> there's a regular like human woman <laughs> like, like sitting across the table holding his hands and he's just, and he just ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh shit man that sounds yes, that's fucking fantastic we would have to go watch that premiere night <laughs> <laughs> I would love that Kyle would just leave she, would, she no, wouldn't even be in a relationship would with me anymore she'd be like I'm out <laughs> I wouldn't even go <laughs> Kyle but it's I important it's so that's important. fine it, it can be important to the two of you that can be an Andre and Victor thing <laughs> I don't want to be peacemaker. Our fucking friendship would become so much stronger through that movie. No, I think we'd laugh hard enough that we would turn into a gelatin in the chairs and no one would see us again. And like the X Files, fucking Mulder and Scully would be like, some something happened. These these two people were turned into jelly of some sort, and it's just because we're our dumbasses laughed so hard we just melted we into base into the chair. Yes. So that 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 is my second 
or, or well, I guess my third thing, because the baby was the second thing. But Kyle already said the baby. So, uh, Victor, what you got? What's, what was um, your second? Well, my thing? second would definitely be getting in the relationship that I'm in because this girl's amazing and she's so. Always, is that a so is best. that a consumable or is that a uh, an event? It depends on how you want to look at it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to think of Victor Condelangus. I don't want to think of Victor Condelangus at all, especially while I'm like looking directly at his girlfriend. I don't want to do that. But I would consider so, that more of an event that's turned into a consumable. <laughs> So, okay, well, I guess it's time for the how did you guys end up in a relationship story, which I already asked you guys in person, but the podcast doesn't know. So um, I just know that you guys were friends like for a couple of years now. Like it's weird because I used to work where you guys work and I never knew you. I ran into you like one time and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Where's Victor? (laughs) And then now now I know you and this dude's in love with you. So I just I want to know what happened there between the where's Victor and oh, now she's on the show. She does more than that, too. His mom keeps telling him to knock her up. <laughs> That's very true, actually. Um, she constantly says it. Like, dude, on Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, on Halloween, she was talking about it. Yeah, she's just like, your, your nephew needs a grow up, buddy. And I was like, I bet he does. <laughs> but, Put the go in the girl. Put the go in the girl. Come on, do it. What are you waiting for? <laughs> No, I don't want your mom making fucking Arnie voices outside the room while Victor is just going downtown to Plattel Town all over Kenya's head. <laughs> you guys okay? Kyle is so disturbed right now. Ky- Kyle's so disturbed she froze. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I'll let you handle this one, baby. How did we get here? Uh, <laughs> we were friends, and then, uh, wait. <laughs> wait, hold on. I gotta reimagine what happened. <laughs> and honestly, like, those days are just a blur to me. <laughs> like, <clears throat> Specifically. I was hardly ever a person before you. I was mostly some sort of algae. <laughs> she was very depressed before wait. those times. <laughs> so... That's interesting because Victor, so Victor was like your, did, is he the solution for the alcoholism or were you just an alcoholic and you were like, ah, there's that guy. He's kind of handsome. Maybe I'll spend some alcohol time with him. So he was actually a solution because we're, so we're having a conversation about like how we like everything about each other. And he's like, the only thing was your slight You guys were talking, wait, you guys were talking about how you liked uh, uh, everything about each other before the relationship. No, no, the no. Friendship? <laughs> it was like during the courting period, the part where we were just like, you know what? I think this is going to turn into something really worthwhile. <laughs> and that's when I was just like, I am just concerned about your slight alcoholism because if this keeps getting worse, you're going to end up dead or constantly drinking every day. <laughs> oh, it's fine. <laughs> horrible ways to exist. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, it just kind of became this thing where, like, we've always been kind of, like, best friends between, like, just knowing each other the whole time and, like, always just kind of open and direct. Best best friends. So when did you and 
Kenya start a comedy variety podcast in your downtime? <laughs> Someone's a salty little bitch. Best friends. <laughs> have you planned out your future or named your imaginary child? We have had that talk already, actually. <laughs> oh, give me the names. Give me the names. Well, I have girl names. Yeah, you got this. Jenica Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, no, please. <laughs> She'll Bertha? grow up to be a violent oh, porn star. God. Please, no. <laughs> yes, my mother named me Bertha. It's from the motherland. <laughs> no, it's the Fatherland. Oh, shit. I am supposed to be the Froiland of the new theater. <laughs> oh, man. So you just give birth to a baby that's supposed to be the queen of, of fucking Nazis? <laughs> no, but we landed on Scarlet being one for, for a girl. That's like one that we both kind of mutually agreed on. Is it because you guys both like Xboxes or is there a different reason for it? <laughs> hey, that was a good joke, right? I, I, I appreciate that one. That was uh, a good inside Xbox joke, right? Hey, that's also a YouTube channel. Again, good Xbox <laughs> good joke. Right, come on. Um, I'm just like the other ones. Like it's like boy names. Like we, we have no ideas what to use for those. We've had that talk. We're just like, if it's a boy, we're going to be fucked because we're, they're just going to get the first name that comes to mind. <laughs> so Scarlet, do uh, I, I remember deeply being in love with the color Scarlet when I was a kid. Um, it was like, anytime I had to use a red crayon, I would grab the Scarlet crayon. And then I was like, this could be a person's name. Then I found out it is often a person's name. And so I, I say yes, because the alternative would be some other color like indigo or violet <laughs> or blue. Cyan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cyan sounds like a girl name. Magenta also, but she'd have to be like a, a, a deep black with lots of Our turquoise. <laughs> so, um, all right, cool. You guys came up with a baby girl name. So when you guys have a baby boy, what's his name going to be? That's the problem now. we ran into now. right do now. now. Do it now. Do it right Pull now. Pull the trigger. Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Brad. Brad. Chad. Chad. Definitely Brad not. Chad. Brad Chad. <laughs> Chad Brad. Just, just do it. Arnold Brad uh, Calva. There you go. Just Arnold Brad Gross. Calva. Just the worst name that is ever. the worst fucking ABC. name ever. ABC. <laughs> Easy ass. Uh. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> I love that Kenny is like, you just insulted my imaginary son in the future. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can just see baby eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just kind of more or less the fact that we've kind of always just been there for each other. I love the entire him so process. much. <laughs> Look at I'm him. Sorry, he's so Victor. adorable. He's cute as shit. Yeah, he is. Look at that guy. <laughs> oh, <and> now he's... <laughs> he's he's he smiles as I'm talking. There we go. Um, so... Yeah, yeah it was primarily the fact that we were there for each other during, like, really rough patches of times, too. Um, and then we were, like, always just the real versions of each other if that makes sense with one another because like even when you and i started talking bro we were still like fake versions of us at first and they were like yo this guy's kind of all right <laughs> then we were just wait chill. hold on yeah. whoa now i don't think that's accurate at all i think i've always been for the most part myself uh we just got deeper that's it yeah we just got I, a lot yo, deeper whatever i guess that's fine <laughs> yeah victor just gunned it he was like i have a lot of problems with uh this and this and this and i just want to know how you feel about it kenya well, like, and kenya was like i also have problems with these <laughs> 
one of the first days that her and I talked, we vented to each other about like really like personal shit. And it was just so strange how we did it. And I was like, this is weird, but all right, cool. So then we just kept that friendship up for years and then we landed in a relationship. So I, I think that's cool. I, I, I do think it's cool that you guys were like good friends that ended up in a relationship. Um, I guess I, I don't know how, who asked who out is my, my other question. How I don't think work? we've officially ever asked each other out. We don't even have. A oh, so you guys aren't actually yet. dating then. We are, but we're not. <laughs> That's like been the only concern that we ran into. Oh, so you guys are still kind of uh, like uh, you guys are just fucking around and seeing how it goes right now. Yeah, we're still. Right now. Yeah, we're. You know, like it's weird. It's like I'm not 100 percent sure yet, but like I'm thinking maybe it might go somewhere. It's kind of cool. I think that's funny because Kyle actually legitimately officially asked me out. Um, and it was funny because the following day she forgot that she asked me out. And um, I said my girlfriend. Uh, so, OK, let me let me say it this way. Um, Kyle and I were uh, banging out at night. Stop. And then the next morning, the morning and we were it was, <laughs> having sex and I asked him if I could be his girlfriend. No, no, Kyle, you have what? to say sexy time. Yeah, <laughs> Come no. on. We say sexy time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> no, but sexy she just time. blatantly said we were having sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my Lord. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> and so when I don't even... I don't even think we were finished yet. I think we were no, still we were going. Like in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, just, she just she just stopped, and then she like, and whenever Kyle's like up there, her hair's like all over my face. So I do remember her hair being like right in front of my face. Are you and sure? That was when I she, short hair. Yes. No, not the top. The top was like this whip thing that just was on top of your head. <laughs> like fucking yeah. Glenn Danzig from the Misfits and so, shit. Yes, no. I, it was short back then when we first started dating, but the top was like this big flit that was on my face. And so I remember, yeah, she was like, she was like, hey, can I be your girlfriend? And I was like, yeah. And then we we kept sexing it up. And then the next day, I, I made like, I made just kind of like a, just a statement. Like, oh, I... Have to go. I want to go get breakfast with my girlfriend or something. And and Kyle, her brain didn't yet do the math and say girlfriend is me. So she was like, "Oh, he has a girlfriend." Is what she told me. Then like she was like, "Wait, hold on, it's me." So that that is something that legitimately did occur. Oh man, that's great. <clears throat> So I do, I do vividly remember that man. That kid's adorable, and he's just talking and gagging. Yeah, yeah he's gagging great. himself. It's great. Well, he figured out what his fingers are for, and they're for obviously tickling, tickling your uvula. So he just shows his fingers in the back of his mouth and just. Bleh. It's great. Yeah, I think like the time that we started dating was like during one of our drunk nights together. That's where it became more officiated at that point. Wait, so were your drunk nights like makeout nights, or were you guys just drunk and talking? Just drunk and talking. Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. Much what it was because like, I've had drunk like conversations really with Victor, and I usually have to hold his hair back. Yeah, it's fine as long as you don't try making out with me. It's okay. <laughs> that's the good thing is you don't remember. <laughs> nah, bro, but I know drunk me. I'm just like I'm not gay, bro. Don't touch me. Like that. <laughs> no fucking gay. <laughs> so, I got um, me. <laughs> Well then, Kenya, your your next favorite thing again. It can be things that you consumed or things that you participated in. Um, okay, so back in like February, I got a puppy. 
um, March. And got then sick. I ate it. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Victor, you ate a dog? No, she's saying because I'm Filipino. It's racist. No, that's Koreans. And Victor is very Korean. No, you call me Vietnamese, you son of a bitch. I don't call you Vietnamese. No one's Vietnamese, bitch. (laughs) My cuticles Um, are are hurting. So, my puppy had gotten distemper, um, and I nursed him back to health. He had like a 20% chance of survival. Based on and what? What was wrong with him? Um, he got like three seizures and he could not walk or eat. Oh and, man, that sucks ass. But like, how'd you put food in him then? I like force fed him with like a little spoon and like a little syringe. <laughs> oh man. But I brought him back to life in like a week. We I brought him, him back, back to life. He's a necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a necromancer. He did Frank die, Wayne. but he didn't stay dead. Um, and he just turned a year old in November 24th, and he's uh, very healthy now. Oh, that's cool. I I've never saved an animal from from death. When I was a kid, I used to uh, I lived in this apartment where sparrows had a nest and. The sparrow babies would like fall out of the nest onto like patio furniture, and then I'd go out there and try to save them. But my grandpa, I, I've told you all um, about my grandpa, and yep. he is just the worst person, probably. And so he he wouldn't do anything violent, but he just wouldn't look anything up. So he'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, give the baby birds sugar water, and they'll be okay." And so I would get a straw, mix water and sugar, and put a straw of water and sugar down these baby birds' throats. Even and and eventually they would die. But now, in hindsight, I realize that I could have just gone to the bait shop and used a blender, and these birds would be fine. So. Yep. Kenya, if you ever have any dead baby birds or dying baby (laughs) birds, don't give them sugar water. Give them ground up bird meat. Bird meat? (laughs) Oh, you got to go to Albertsons and get some chicken. (laughs) Throw it in a blender. So I I know it's a long story, but that's that's what you do. Yes. All right. Ground up bird meat. That's that's the whole purpose of that (laughs) conversation right there. If you ever find dying baby birds, you give them bird meat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Kenya, what's your dog's name? His name's Aries. <clears throat> ah, cool. That's all right. Is 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 he small or is he large? He's small. <laughs> oh, okay. You he should has a get big him, name for a little dog. <laughs> you should get him, uh, so you get a, uh, what is that called? A rivet gun. And <laughs> you get the rivet gun and you install large ram horns on his head <laughs> so his name makes sense and if anybody's ever like ah what's your dog's dog name and you're like it's it's aries you make sure those ram horns weigh like 15 pounds but then but the then eventually yeah oh, that's what i'm gonna say eventually his neck will be super buff and he'll look like the fucking the headbangers in uh brutal legend they're all just fucking neck muscle. <laughs> uh, so shit. Kyle, huh? What, what was your? <laughs> I was, uh, what? Sorry, I'm We're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what I got was a your baby over here? Okay. Oh no. <laughs> um. What was your uh, next thing? You you either uh, next thing? Yeah. Our anniversary. We went. To Our walk. anniversary. Yeah. 
Las Vegas was really cool. I wasn't expecting to um, like enjoy it as much as we did, even though we were even though we did not really do like a lot there. I guess. Um, okay, so let let's correct ourselves. Uh, or sorry, let's let me correct you there. We did a lot in Las Vegas. Yeah. We just didn't do a lot of what Las Vegas people do. Yeah. There's a difference. Between but those two it was things. still really cool. Like I, yeah, I want everywhere to look like Las Vegas. <laughs> I, like it's glowing don't even, lights. You don't know. You don't even need to put in like the uh, the um, the drunk people guards. I was gonna guards? say the casino machines. Um, the slot machines. The, the slot machines. machines. Yeah. <laughs> don't make that face. No. Um, you don't even need to put all all of those in. I just want the buildings to look. Um, how they do like <laughs> I just want just tiny, steamed buildings yeah I just want <laughs> tiny cities um, <laughs> tiny replicas of cities with buildings inside of it <laughs> I can respect that just nothing is actually what it looks and like I, I it's all a different thing to have foot bridges <laughs> <laughs> But it takes traffic. so long to walk anywhere. <laughs> there was also like there was a, a building or like there was a bridge that we had to go up a bunch of stairs to cross the bridge. Like uh, foot bridges, uh, and then um, I want everywhere else to have the same type of like <laughs> sanitization crew that just uh, pressure the washer guys that come out at night. Yeah. <laughs> They were just extremely skilled. Everything was so clean. Like, you could eat the homeless people off the ground. It was so clean. Cover <laughs> your homeless, Dave. I'm going to eat your leg. <laughs> it's fine. They just okay. pressure washed it. Kyle, do you... What What do you want to do? Do you uh, want to go feed the baby? Yeah, I need um, to go feed him. Okay, go feed the baby. We'll, we'll do another round of me, Victor, and Kenya. All right. We're getting there. Right. We're getting there. I think we're, we're down three. We still got three more. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're doing the the items too. Consume. Oh, you guys were supposed to mix the stuff together, but you guys just uh, keep yeah, talking no, about shit fine. you did. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We'll just talk about that. All right, but All right. um, I'm just gonna mute it. Okay. So one of my other favorite things <clears throat> was the the book Middlesex, um, which was about a uh, young boy girl who was an intersex being throughout their life and my favorite part of the book was about a uh, a grandmother and grandfather who ended up fucking on a ship and pretending they didn't know each other um, <laughs> even though they were siblings and uh, they created an intersex baby and yes I that was my favorite thing was that thanks book. <laughs> man well, okay. your story so, synopsis is so weird sometimes so okay so Middlesex is a book that spans three different generations and it's about like the birthing of a hermaphrodite a person who is intersex who has both both genitals present or like presence of both genders um and so like there's a cool thing that happens where it's actually like a family history story where they even talk about how there were always stories about you know one out of every so many kids would be born with both or like just a little strange and so like this um this woman and this man who lived in a small village in greece um had to flee greece during the turk uh, a turkish invasion of greece <coughs> and they like they went to america to seek asylum and to live with an estranged cousin and during that time the man from greece 
created a speakeasy and uh, sold alcohol throughout the American prohibition. And um, they ended up having a son and they were terrified the entire time that their kid was going to be like retarded or broken or weird. But he came out totally fine. Um, just a Republican. And they were, <laughs> well, no, that's like, like that's a big aspect of his personality that he deeply loves America when he's older. Um, yeah, no, right. And so uh, he, he uh, goes on to that man goes on to um, join the the war in World War Two. You you know where your grandpa <laughs> did some stuff that people didn't like or something. <laughs> um, so he went and joined the war in World War Two, um, and he became like a what was it? He was like a code breaker or something like that um, because he was he was smarter than he was strong or fast, um, and so he did that and went to like college to become an officer and after he got out he didn't know what to do with himself but had a lot of ambition so then he ended up owning a chain of hot dog restaurants um like they they were called Hercules hot dogs and <laughs> okay they just they they sold hot dogs and then that guy and his uh wife had a kid who was intersex and that guy's wife is actually his cousin um, but like they didn't, or maybe they know their cousins. I don't know. I don't know if they know that they're cousins. <laughs> they just banged um, out and had an intersex child. <laughs> well, cause like, <clears throat> so I told you the, the couple in the 1920s went to go live with their cousin in America. And that lady also had a kid with a guy named like Ramble and Frank who starts a cult, <laughs> um, like and a weird cult at that like of muslims um so it's, a, it's a it's a weird like afrocentric muslim cult who's okay. like black people are like the the pride of america and or and they were like the smartest race of human beings long ago and so you're like what is happening in this book it's great <laughs> it's, it's it's real good um but uh so yeah they they um they had a kid uh, the cousins had a kid and you know our boy and girl who are siblings had a kid and those kids ended up growing ne- up next to each other but didn't talk to each other and then all of a sudden the dude's like oh man that hot chick in the window across from my house is over there and he's like fuck that's my cousin i'll still marry my cousin <laughs> and, so, who cares? and and so he marries his cousin and his mom is like worried constantly he, she's like oh you're gonna bring a curse on the family <laughs> and and stuff yeah so it, there's that and in the end of the book the woman who uh like i said had a a uh, incestuous relationship with her brother she um uh that's her name desdemona i couldn't remember her name desdemona God. um like her husband slash brother lefty dies and um he dies from like like really bad he he gets like really bad dementia and like deteriorates like pretty aggressively over time but all desdemona can do in her time after lefty dies is she hangs out in her bed and she thinks about death all day long that's all she does no but like she has so she has no pictures in her bedroom but she has a picture frame next to her bed that is a photo of the plot of land that her husband's casket is buried in <laughs> and it, it has the space for where she's supposed where to she's go be, uh... and she she just thumbs through coffin uh, coffin oh catalogs all the time and she says like she'll say she'll talk to her her grandkids and be mm. like oh when grandma's dead then you will be happy and stuff oh so she's God. just she's just always wanting to die 
like constantly. And so I, I really liked that about her character is that she's just an old woman who is fucking done living. Just and she wasn't even that go. old. She wasn't even that old. And so, yeah, there's that. And, um, that was cool. And my, uh, I will say like one of my absolute favorite parts is that they describe a sex scene between the character, the intersexual, uh, character is named um, Calliope, um, and Calliope goes by Cal later when she becomes a he. Uh, mm-hmm. But they go and try to describe Calliope's genitals, um, so that way we can try to connect with the character. And so, if I ask you both, what are hermaphrodite's genitals look like? Go. <laughs> I, I want to say it's like a you know a pee turned inside. <laughs> Like a hot dog that's been well, like, just like flipped inside out? Like, not even. Like, just like flipped inward? <laughs> so, a penis that has been flipped inside out. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I think I understand what you mean. So, is all the all the muscle and tissue just visible on the outside? So, there's yeah. just blood vessels and stuff? Oh, so you just think gore. Okay, cool. <laughs> Very visceral. <laughs> Victor, what, what comes to mind for you? Um, I'm kind of thinking like a fucking, like it's there, but it's kind of like in the area where the clitoris would be, where it's like a, 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 a dick that's not fully formed and like a vaginal cavity, but not fully a vaginal cavity, maybe an empty scrotum. I'm not sure. Something along those lines, maybe. Okay. All right. Well, you guys are both wrong. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I am. On, I've never bothered to look this up, so... <laughs> So, um, oh, well, no, like hermaphroditic people, um, their genitals present themselves in different ways. And one of my favorite things about this character, Calliope, has probably some of the most exotic genitals you could think of. <laughs> God, I don't like the concept <laughs> of you smashing exotic and genitals together. <laughs> well, I remember, so I actually, I had a video game on this list, but then I was like, no, I liked Middlesex more than I liked Cyberpunk. I liked Cyberpunk a lot, and I remember wanting more exotic genitals in Cyberpunk, <laughs> and they just, they weren't able to fulfill that for me. You could only have a dick on a lady or a vagina on a lady, and that's that's very... You know, that's very pedestrian. I wanted something a little more with, with a little more chutzpah, you know? So, <laughs> um, so no, instead, instead, Calliope's genitals are essentially, uh, so think of a vagina um, or a vulva, sorry. So there's labia left and right and uh, labia minora, so on the inside, and um, there's the clitoris. But instead, there is no clitoris. There's a long, like slender, like, uh, like, reddish pink object that extends from the body about I think it was like two and a half inches and it's like a small or like a small penis but more like a like a really long clitoris but it moves and forms in more of a flat kind of like spoon (coughs) shape like flat tongue slash spoon shape so there's that but then there's still a vaginal opening under the the like the the flat spoon tongue thing and then um the testicles are still there but they're on the inside of calliope's body and there's like one time where calliope gets like hit in the stomach so hard and doesn't realize that she has testicles so um 
she like gets completely like wrung and passes out and throws up because she's like, fuck my balls. Excruciating pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The balls inside of me hurt. And, um, and so I, rem- I remember there was like one scene where they talk about like the guy that she has a crush on has like, well not, sorry, she never has a crush on guys. She's always into girls, but she has sex with a, her best friend's brother and, um, because it's not a vagina, she doesn't produce vaginal mucus, so he just has dry, unlubricated sex uh. with like a a like an orifice, and um, it's very painful and yeah, I was uncomfortable. Like, that so painful, <laughs> but. Then she's like, ah, yes, I am a lesbian and I'm okay with that. And then she's like, okay, well, I guess I'm a straight guy with a weird thing going on between my pants, but I'm okay with that. And so um, it's basically sex in the future for Calliope is non-penetrative. The, she just mashes the, uh, the like extended tongue slash spoon thing against the clitoris of her partner and like drags that against the, their clit and they're like, all right, cool, this works. Yeah, that's a good way to come still. Yep. So that's the book that I read. Proud of you. It's called Metal So Middle proud Sex. of you. Yeah. You no know, problem. speaking of you books, you I ain't was never done buy that. You, uh, you ain't never just like like you, you grind your genitals together. Like there's no underwear, no nothing. Just grind your genitals together. Like nice, nice, I guess, dick between labia sandwich. Yeah, I've done that. I mean, yeah. totally. We've done that like last week. Yeah. Everybody does it. So that's why I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I remember when I read about it, I was like, yeah, oh, that sounds literally like, okay. It sounds that's like a, a good cool time. Way to come. Yeah. I wasn't arguing with it, bro. <laughs> okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure that you guys were both like, oh man, that's gross. I'm like, oh, wait, that no, sounds like, pretty fun, that's, actually. That's cool enough. I can respect yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, like, speaking yeah, of she, books, I was going to get you Ready Player Two for Christmas just as a gag gift. It. Oh, okay. But see, there you go. You also have it. <laughs> I bought um, it. I bought it because I just, after seeing the like naked robot, mole rat people that live in their single bedroom apartment for their lives and shave off all their hair i was like i gotta see what happens I need next more of this. <laughs> i gotta know what happens next to these guys so yeah that, that. yes um so what what uh i guess then from both of you what's like a piece of media that you consume that you just absolutely loved this year could be a game movie music oh anything. mine was definitely the living dead i fucking loved that book. the book that was fucking probably one of my most favorite books I've read next to like Fight Club. <laughs> Did you finish God. it? Because it took you like six months to Dude, read it. Dude, that book took forever. It was a tome. But yes, I finished <laughs> it and I fucking loved every single chapter all the way up to the end. Um, so it was written by George A. Romero, who is responsible for the Dead like trilogy. So Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. Um I love that and you said like the Dead trilogy, and I'm that's like, that's what it's oh, called, man. the Dead trilogy. I, well, that's what it's called for people who recognize the trilogy. It's yeah, not called that for I other people. And named out all three movies, you fuck. Okay, I just I want to point out to you that it is only a thing for fans of the the, the genre. Um, and he passed away not long ago, so there was. I thought a he died of, a long time ago. No, it was like two years ago. It's not that long. Um, okay. So then there's like a lot of issue of him having a movie that he never finished, which I was really excited for. And then he had a book that he was working on that never got finished. And no one wanted to take he the He looks like up. a sweet ass old Dude, man. Dude, he is the sweetest looking old man. I swear to God. He looks so goddamn sweet. I can't believe he wrote those movies. <laughs> it's crazy. Goddamn. I He's just also, want him to be my grandpa. Right? He's also Mine written sucks. like um, the crazies and all that too, if you've seen that. 
Um, I have. I yeah. did not know he did that. He wrote the original Crazies. He wrote uh, fucking Creep Show, the first saga trilogy of terror. He's done. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was supposed to have done the original Resident Evil movie, but Capcom didn't like his script and gave it to Paul W S Anderson instead. And we all know how those movies went. <laughs> I love um, them. <laughs> they're fun. They're not good, I love, but they're I fun. I love Mila Jovovich. That's what I love about those movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this book was kind of just in hiatus after he passed. And so the family picked up an author that they believed could finish it off named Daniel Krauss. And I kid you not, I cannot tell where Romero's writing ends and where Krauss's writing picks up because everything feels so cleanly tied together and it all just kind of makes sense throughout the entire thing. But that is the art of an experienced novelist. Yes, it is. It is great. That's why I was like, this whole book is, because I really thought I was going to see like a hard transition in this book at some point. Where I'm like, okay, you can tell when everything's flowery like, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it just went smooth all the way through. And I was like, this is fucking good writing. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you something about that. The reason for that, Victor, is editing. Yeah, I would imagine it's, as it's much. It's because the book had to go through like nine editing passes, and while it did, the person who was not Romero had to go through and change those phrases and statements. So there's probably a good amount... To more with his writing style. Well, like like wash it together. Like take, two bo- take a bottle of Sprite and take a bottle of Coke and mix them together, and you can't tell where one ends and one begins because they're yeah. mixed together. I can respect that. Um, but what I love about it is it ties together all of the dead movies because it's in the same universe still. So everything from Night of the Living Dead up till the book is all canonical in this book. So there'll be okay. like little homages and um, like talks about like Night of the Living Dead when the virus first hit from space and shit. And then like Dawn of the Dead and when people tried like... Um, <clears throat> whatchamacallit, like domesticating the zombies from Day of the Dead and all that. Like, they talk about it throughout the entire book. I haven't seen times. any of these movies. I really need to watch them. You do. You really do. Because <laughs> there's like a part where they're just like, yeah, we heard about a group of people who held up in a shopping mall, but most of them got killed anyway because of zombies. And I'm just <laughs> like, this is fucking amazing. I love this. And then Day of the Dead talked about how they tried domesticating the zombies and then a group of survivors went off to an island and got killed anyway. Like, it's just... Like everything just kind of all starts making sense, and then it kind of tells it off. I didn't know he off. did Land of the Dead. Also, sorry, I just yeah. found that out right now. He did Survival okay. of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. Uh, those are like the other like movies later on that came out. Um, okay. Diary of the Dead is supposed to be like a found footage that takes place alongside Night, and then Survival is like a sequel to that. So. Yeah, I yeah, know I way too much about I that series. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to participate in uh, in a little bit of edification for Andy's sake. Yeah, I can re- I can respect it. Um, so, yeah, it just ties everything up nicely. It puts a bow on it, and then I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm done with this. This is the good send-off to everything because it basically was like um, the zombies got to a point where they got so decrepit and old, they just kind of gooed. <laughs> and then yeah, like there's I mean, like that's what happens in uh 28 weeks later yeah they start, start so dying long, of starvation and they just shit. start rotting yeah <laughs> um and then like there's last bastions that happen but then some inner turmoil happens and all that and then it ends up being that someone's immune to the virus and all this crazy shit starts happening and then it just mm-hmm. kind of sunsets humanity's current lifestyle because he's really big on um 
social commentary about people's like investment and like their phones of course and social he is. media he's a, and stuff. He's a horror novel or yeah. sorry, a, a horror writer. So, so like horror writers always judge judge things. And like the news and all that. So I just loved all of that the entire way through. So then like it kind of just sunsets humankind's like dominance over the planet and resets them back to like the beginning and then they have to kind of forage from there and that's where it just kind of leaves off with zombies kind of wiping the slate clean but now they're no longer a threat so i was just very very impressed by it and i loved it so 10 out of 10 book would oh, recommend dude, entirely recommend that book like i love it so much i love that the two of us have books like i've played a lot of video games this year um but yeah my, my favorite thing was middlesex the book this year i can respect it um close second would actually be a book that kyle recommended i just finished it and it's called all the light we cannot see and it's about world war ii and it's real fucking good um okay. kenya what about you <laughs> what'd you do would you like so um we started, well, Victor started watching Game of Thrones and. Gamatrons! Gamatrons! <laughs> I'm re watching it with him. And then, like, just all these memories of the first time I started watching it came up. And it, it was just rediscovering that Ed Sheeran <laughs> made a guest appearance on Game of Thrones. Ed Sheeran, the musician? Yeah! He, um, like, came on and one he's of like, the what? <laughs> I watched Game of Thrones. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he came up in one of the episodes. I think he got killed right away, though. My my favorite thing about Game of Thrones, absolute favorite thing, is Gwendolyn of Tarth. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's it. He's just gonna leave that there. <laughs> Not Gwendolyn of Tarth. Brianna of Tarth. Sorry, Brianna of Tarth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie's Brian of Tarth. Sorry, that's her name. God damn, that's a mouthful. <laughs> well, Gwendolyn Christie is the actress. She plays uh, Captain Phasma in Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she's that big woman with the huge sword who wants to fuck the prince. Oh, is yeah. that the that's the chick that just got knighted where we're at, I think, right? Okay, yeah, she's I, yeah, yeah. a fucking amazing. She is like my favorite. Like, you know, you walk into Game of Thrones and you're like, oh, who's who? who's it going to be? Who am I going to like? It, it was her. That was I didn't expect for her to be my favorite. I love that she ends up with a squire and then he's got a big ass dick. And everybody's <laughs> like, we love we love that big dick squire. And I just love that she's hanging out with this big dick squire all the goddamn time. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Game of Thrones. I just want fucking Brianna of Tarth <laughs> and the Big Dick Squire's adventures. <laughs> I can yep. respect that. And that no, I don't hilarious. want a show. I want a book because I think the book would be even more interesting. <laughs> It'd be like The Witcher, but just with the Big Dick Squire and the fucking just crazy that's ass sword lady. That's not anything just like The Witcher. <laughs> it's still The true. Witcher. <laughs> it's still The Witcher, except Dandelion isn't homosexual. He's just uh, got a huge dick. <laughs> Well, because it's funny. They're like, you'll never be a knight. <laughs> but then the ladies are like, oh, hey, Hi. we like that guy. <laughs> so you haven't gotten to that point, I assume. But no, that's that's yet. one of my favorite I'm things. I'm very excited yes. for that now. <laughs> I, I like that and the army of castrated men. I, I like those guys, too. I'm also the, excited um, for that. I think they're called the Inhumans or something. What the fuck are those guys called? I have no idea. I don't know. Their leader is a black dude. or a mixed Are they supposed to be like the Persian dude. immortals like that? <laughs> they're like the immortals, yeah, but they're all castrated. None of them have sex or feelings. And then one of them is like, I love the the, the pr- 
princess of this place. And she's like, is it okay? We, can we still have sex even though you don't have a dick? He's like, I'm, I'm skilled in other stuff. <laughs> I have a tongue and fingers. <laughs> and love for you. Um, and toes. So, and, yeah, because like obviously she can't sex him up, but you know. Yeah, I so, so my, I guess my fit. Yeah, those are my favorite things: is the dickless army and the, um, <laughs> the dickless army. <laughs> well, I also I really like Reek. He's Reek the dickless. Um, that's also one of my absolute favorite things. But so there's there's Reek, Brianna of Tarth, the the big dick squire, and the dickless army. <laughs> those are all my favorite things. Mostly dicks when it comes to you, or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly lack thereof. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, Kenya, please go on and tell us more about your love for Game of Thrones. Gamatron. Um, no, it's it's just Jon Snow. <laughs> That's all. Snow. I like when he cool. I like when he falls in love with that uh, that redhead in the in the thing, and she's like, oh, "You know how to her. you know how to go down on a lady," and he's like, "Yeah, I know how to go down on a lady. Do you think I'm some sort of pansy boy?" <laughs> And they, they they have they have um, oral sex in a in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> At the same time? That's drowning. No, no but he, he he definitely that dude definitely just gobbled that pie in, 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 near the hot tub. I think it was a hot spring, but you know what I'm saying. All right, y'all, cool, cool. Y'all y'all know what I'm saying. Y'all ready All right, for this? Cool. I downloaded Night of the Living Dead. Proud of you. Is it the original for, one from like for the 60s? money? For yeah, for money. Yeah, for money. Uh-huh. And you gotta get All the right. 70s Dawn of the Dead and 80s Day of the I, Dead. I'm already doing that, Victor. Right, you don't have cool. to tell me what to do. You. I I already You gotta get Diary of the Dead, Survival of the Dead, nope, Land of the Dead. I, I'm gonna go ahead and turn off my computer now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I got those. Kenya, I'm not going to be getting Game of Thrones. I'm sorry you didn't talk me into it, even though you reminded me of several things I loved. <laughs> Wait, don't you already have that on Flex? I, I I do not. I've I've refused with all of my heart to be in possession of Game of Thrones. All right, cool. It's fine. He doesn't need it anyway. My grandmother got me the box set. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it's right behind you. Yeah, it is. She got me. Um, I think I'm just missing the last season. No, no, she sent that to you separately. Oh yes, it was oh, separate. That's there right. you go. And they're all Blu-ray. Oh yeah, that's the way it, it should she be. She spent like $180 on fucking God Blu-ray copies damn. of Game of Thrones and sent them to everyone. So like at the time, Game of Thrones season one through seven was out and eight had just come out the, 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 that year, that Christmas. And so, yeah, she sent Kyle a bunch of cool like cookware and stuff. And then she sends Kyle just Game a box Thrones. set of Game of Thrones. And <laughs> Kyle has not opened it to this day because we're like, yeah, Game of Thrones is all right. <laughs> it's more of just owning it than one actually done, utilizing it for anything. Yeah. You just need it the one time, and then you're good. Yeah, Game of Thrones, seasons one through seven. It's not Blu-ray, it's just normal DVD, but... I'm sad now. (laughs) Still in plastic. (laughs) Man, (laughs) you can resell that on eBay later for like (laughs) (laughs) $5,000. Because I have... Game of Thrones on DVD? (laughs) What's a DVD? (laughs) Wait, it's still still sealed? I'll fucking buy it. (laughs) You guys have plastic Netflix on a disc? No, that's that's crazy. It's fine. That's fucking crazy. uh, For some reason, they don't know what DVD are but laser discs are back oh shit hell yeah we're and going to the laser DVDs. finally 
be able to listen to my Rocky no, Horror No, you Laser won't. Because I'm not going to let that thing in the fucking house. I bought you a vinyl copy of that to completely bypass the existence of a laser display in the fucking house. But the laser Andy. You also do not need to use a laser disc. I can just misplace the laser disc Cosby. Cosby? Yes. Yes, that, that thing. That way you can have laser sleep and laser showers. It's gonna be great. <laughs> did you did you ever um read the, the Gamatron's books? The Gamatron books? Mm-mm. Yeah, because there's books. Do, were you aware that they are novels? Yeah. She wants to go. Yeah, okay. to we were at Barnes, <laughs> we were at Barnes and Nobles the other day and she's like, She I really looked at the these. screen like a fucking question mark. <laughs> she was like, are there books? <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I wanted to buy the first one the other day, but Victor was like, don't do it. And I was like, all right. Yeah, because you have like 10 other books you got to take care of. Do you, do you want, no, do you want to know why you shouldn't read Game of Thrones? Why? Do you, can you guess? Do oh, you know? It's too long. No, it's because it's not fucking done. Oh. And it's never going to be done. George Railroad George Martin, Martin went off Martin. to oh, write space on Elden Ring and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, he did that consultation work in like 2018. He was just like, never like, hey, uh, you guys should do this, and then he left. Dude, have you paid attention to the plot of Elden Ring? It's just Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> it's just Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but um, no, don't do not read Game of Thrones if you're a fan of the the show. If you already are a fan of the show, there is at the very least a conclusion to the series. Game of Thrones, the books end in season six. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or five. One of the two. It's five or six. (laughs) It's yeah. Don't just don't do it. Just go get the novelization of uh, Lord of the Rings. Just go get the fucking three thousand page Lord of the Rings book. Yeah, just get it, (laughs) dude. I found out. I didn't know this, but there is a legitimate career path to take, and you can actually get a degree in fucking Tolkien literature. You can get a, a degree in Tolkien literature. I found that out because there are dudes on like YouTube who have full, like, like multi-hour-long seminars about what Tolkien literature, like, is about and, like, the story and history and existence of characters. They debate over whether or not this one guy named, like, John is uh, the god of the universe who just kind of hangs <laughs> out. There's a Tolkien religion, dude. Like, it's... Like, the Game of Thrones guys, you guys are fucking nerds, but, like, oh, my God, the Tolkien dudes, those guys. <laughs> That's just a lifestyle are, for them. <laughs> they're worse than fucking D&D kids. Like, they're just the worst thing ever. <laughs> Sorry. Man. So, go go read a, a, a good old-fashioned uh, Hobbit book instead. Dude, I got, like, the first Lord of the Rings book. What is it called? I don't even remember what it's called. Fellowship and, of the Ring. Yeah, that one. And I'm never going to read that. I don't know why you let me <laughs> buy that that day. You knew I was never going to read it, but you're like, yeah, it's fine, bro. Just get it. <laughs> yeah, no, and you'll hate it, too, because when you read it, he describes everything. He'll talk about what everybody had for second breakfast. Yeah, that's fucking gross. No wonder those books are so fucking long. It's not They're not books. They're one book. He wrote one book that's just an eternity Broken long. <laughs> Fucking separate books because people yeah, don't want to read the whole thing. Yeah, because nobody would fucking buy it. <laughs> Look at this gigantic scripture. Let us read it. 
that dude's fucking i i don't know that dude i will say he did invent heavy metal music and dungeons and dragons so yeah we got to give him some credit for that but aside from that i wish he didn't exist honestly <laughs> i agree entirely with that <laughs> kyle yeah. one of your absolute favorite things you like you consumed um so like movies music video games books or food or food <laughs> <laughs> like Andy's pumpkin pie. <laughs> you ate Andy's pumpkin pie? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, consumed. This is why I gave you homework. You had hours to work on this. <laughs> Look, I got down the events. All right. <laughs> you beat. You beat a bunch of video games this year. Surprisingly, any that you remember and loved? I didn't beat a bunch. I okay. I played Mist. <laughs> oh no I no no! Mist. Play isn't the right word for that. She you tried to like mist. she no she tried to do thousand percent Mist I on did. Xbox. I, did one you really try doing a thousand gamer score on that? I did. There's Holy one achievement. Shit. There's one achievement that I need to get, and it, I just the only reason I haven't gotten it is because I have you need to hook up your mouse and keyboard. You can't do it with controller. Um, it's that intense. <laughs> it's, you, it's literally a... You, yeah, go ahead. Just explain you it. Have what is to, it. You have to beat Mist within two minutes. What? So, and you can do it after you beat it the first time. Because, um, I don't know, Victor, have you played Mist like, all the way through? I just don't no. remember any of it, so no. it's fine. I'm just can refresh you, my brain. Mist? Do you know what Mist is? Know. No, no. So and you work like, at a video game store. <laughs> Sorry, bro. That <laughs> game does not work there. <laughs> Don't have me that at all. Missed oh, got an me. Old, uh, computer game. Um, it that came shit out. was like on Windows ninety eight. Yeah, it's it's really it's older old. than that. Um, it it is. When did it come out? Um, I'm not sure, but. Um, it's like super old. Like my grandma had it on CD for a uh, computer, so it's fine. But um, it's it's just like a puzzle game, and the <laughs> the main criticism I have about that game is that it literally just you're here, you're in mist. <laughs> That's it. It, has, it, it gives it you like give you shit it gives info. you like no starting direction. Well, I also found out though, um, it's not in the Xbox version. I don't know if they like left it out of any other version or what. But when Mist you is older than me and slightly younger than Kyle, it was born in September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety three. Ah, yes. Yeah, that sounds okay. about right. So I still out age it. You're supposed to when. You, when you start the game, you're kind of on like this dock, and when you go up the hill, there's supposed to be a note on the ground that kind of gives you a general like idea kind of, of what to do. I remember this, yeah. and it's not there Sorry. in the Xbox game, like at all. It, it's <laughs> nothing. They're like, oh yeah, it's next to the you observatory, <laughs> and there's just nothing there. And so I actually had to look up like where to start <laughs> with Mist, and after that, I kind of got the hang of it but yes i um almost i just need to do that one achievement left um and it's because you have to t get this piece of paper take it into like the the library is what it's called and 
You got to talk to the dude who created Mist, or not created Mist, but the dude on the like the main guy who wrote the books for Deckard all of the uh, yeah Deckard Cain for all <laughs> yes. of the worlds like you travel you know, to. You just made me oh. think of the best Christmas present, and I I found out something exists. So let me just tell you, I would get you this, but I already bought you all your Christmas presents. Those books in Mist are real books you can buy. That's cool. called the Book of Atris, the Book of Tiana, and the Book of Denis. And so are you going to a... give it to each one of us so we have to all be together nope. to make it complete? <laughs> Just for Kyle, I was like, there's novel fucking stories about the mist. Of course world. there are. That shit was made in the ni- 1993. That's when they were just like, we need to make books about this because oh, yeah, reasons. That. Yeah, there's there's three books. I just, I cannot believe that there are three mist novels. And they're really cheap, uh, but they're 500 pages long. God damn. Yeah, wow. you can buy it for $7. $7 of fuck. It's time to kick ass and read books and I fall out of fucks. <laughs> when you play Mist, when you go through it, like the books that are in the game actually have like there's actually like world like story and stuff you just don't see any of it but you interact with so all the different worlds you travel to are called ages and each it has to do with the sons of the um main dude i I can't remember his name but his name like their last name is atreus um and but yeah if you actually read the books there's actually like a story behind every age you travel to and stuff like that just just do it the way that everybody used to do things you call him mr mist just like <laughs> like in anything you call somebody mr. the name of the game mr. Halo. so like you refer to master chief as halo and you call metroid mr. metroid halo. you know <laughs> you call a fucking snake metal metal gear <laughs> I don't know. Metal Gear I, is sneaking. Swink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other game I, it was missed, and then unpacking or un- unpacked or whatever. Um, oh, that hit AAA title of the year, yeah. <laughs> unpacked. Hey, I don't know what it is, but Kyle will pick up a certain type of game, and she will just play it until it's done. And like, what's weird is I'll be like, "Hey, how, how you doing?" She's like, "I'm good. I'm just playing a game." <laughs> oh, what are you playing? I'm just playing Unpacked. How do you like it? That's oh, okay. How long have you been playing it? Three hours? Oh, okay. Oh. So you like it a lot. That's okay. And then I come back home from work. I come back home from work four hours after those three hours. Hey, what you doing? Oh, I just finished uh, unpacking. Did you like it? It was okay. But you finished the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and I don't oh, why is that how? That's I'm not kidding. That's how she plays video games. That's how she beats just every game. Fixated. I got all of the achievements right. for it too. That's what she did for Mist. Oh, except actually, no, Mist. She would get mad and Google things for hours. Because Miss fucking pissed me the fuck off. I would sit there so mad at the game. I just love that Andre it was a like, challenge. <laughs> I was like, you I'm, could stop playing. Andre would be like, why don't you stop? And I'm like, no. Like, so, Kyle, I loaded that game up because, like, oh, it's Miss. I remember playing this as a child. No! And then I fucking I walked the island. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm supposed to do. So instead of Googling it, I dashboarded, quit the game 
I've uninstalled the fuck out of it, oh, and I never man. plan on touching it again. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, well, that's like, that's what, fuck, that's what I did with Layers of Fear, too. I never played the first one. I played 10 minutes of the second one, and then I hated it, and then I uninstalled it out of spite. But then I said, don't be a pussy, you can do this. And so then I reinstalled it, gritted my teeth, and hated it the whole way to the end. So Kyle did that with Mist. Mist. Because, yeah, that game um, frustrated me a lot. That's hilarious. Yep. That's something I did. I want to thank you all for joining us. We still, technically, I want to point out, we still have, each of us still have two more. (laughs) So I'm just going to go ahead and close out the show now. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us. I'm Andy. And, of course, with me, as always, is Kyle. Bye. Victor. He's doing that. And uh, our special guest, Kenya. So uh, I do want to say a big thank you uh, to Kenya for joining us. Maybe we can get you to participate in an episode in the future. This was a lot of fun. Um, If you guys enjoyed what you watched and or listened to, uh, make sure to support us on Patreon. Uh, If you support us for $5 a month, you get video episodes of the show, even if they come out at odd intervals. Um, Sometimes we'll put up video game Let's Plays, probably. Victor's just doing the fucking music from Halo, and it's really distracting. It's very hard to do. Um, but, uh, also, um, actually I've worked on several photo sets since the last time I pimped my show, uh, my website. So go to, uh, barely a person dot wordpress.com. If you want to check out my website and look at my, my photo portfolio, I promise I'm an actual artist now. <laughs> God, I don't like how you said that. That's gross. Anybody, anybody else want to share anything else? Take pictures of your vaginas. I'm an artist. <laughs> I don't want to take any pictures of anybody's vaginas. I just want to take pictures of people staring sadly it, into the world. <laughs> oh wait, Let wait! Me I will say, your misery is suffering and skin. <laughs> I've got one thing that I'm pretty sure we all did this year. Also, did everybody? play Resident Evil Village? I watched it. I fucking yes, hated Village. that goddamn game. <laughs> okay, so we all participated in Resident Evil Village, and I hope we all walked away saying that game sucks and it makes me question what the future of Resident Evil is. Yeah, it made me really start questioning if I really love Resident Evil the way I do now. <laughs> It's okay. I Take felt that, that way with, with Kingdom Hearts. Everybody said it was great, and I waited 10 years for the sequel, but eh, it's fine. Here, take this for you, the master of unlocking. Gee, thanks, Barry. Wait, don't open that door. (laughs) Wait, don't go. All right, that's the fucking best recipe. You know what's worse? I thought you were talking about Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom Hearts, you literally, you get an email from Minnie Mouse while the darkness is consuming your planet and m- fucking uh, no, Sora's like what? motherfucking you know I've never played these games and all yeah. of a sudden I'm gonna start referencing Kingdom Hearts and, and Sora's like oh no the darkness and then and then somebody's like no steal your mind it's okay you've got the tool that will unlock the hearts of everyone the key and it's some sort of blade maybe a chi blade Ching! yeah Fuck Fucking, our favorite video games. Yeah, the our worst. favorite things are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. One second longer, you would have been a Jill sandwich. <laughs>